Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine. And every day we start off with the launch, so the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. Dave, Dave and Dijanovic. February truly did get robbed of days. It's like you blink and the month is gone. So happy leap year. Here we are, February 29th. And if it's your birthday, congratulations. (laughs) You get to celebrate every four years. But the fact that it's leap year, um, David, I wondered, why why do we need it again? You can actually thank Julius Caesar and his astronomer, Sosogenes, for creating the leap years. You see, back in the day, they wanted to simplify the calendar for the sake of annual celebrations. Well, turns out, the Romans may have been onto something. You see, a year is 365 days plus about six hours long. Leap year day mitigates that overflow, and without it, our seasons would gradually start shifting off course, and summer would begin in December by the 28th century. Yeah, I know, a pressing threat. But if you were born on this day in 1924, just want to say, happy 25th birthday. <laughs> it's not how it works. No, I, we could have fixed it. We either add a day every four years, or we could have made every day 24 hours and one minute. That would have been the other solution. It was more like 59 seconds. We could have made March 32 days. That's true. I don't. Uh, so they obviously they went and to rob ca- more from February. <laughs> February. The reason February is only twenty eight days is because it's by far the worst month. <laughs> like nobody likes February, so that's why they get twenty eight days. I, th- I thought that was January. No, January is way better. New Year, you got some holidays. By the way, that was KSL News Radio's Michael Commit. Uh, he aired that report on Utah's Morning News. I thought it was fabulous how he described that he had to go. Julius <laughs> Caesar once tried with misogynies to simplify the calendar. I love Hi, it. Kevin Eubank, KSL meteorologist. Happy Leap Year Day. Happy Leap Year. How are you guys? We're good. Uh, wow, Dave was looking over. Because Dave does this kind of stuff, like you do. He was looking over the reservoir totals, and he thought, we got to have Kevin back on. But also, we know that there's some big wins coming this weekend, too. So it's a good time to catch up on how we're doing with water and wins. Let me qualify, because I thought this winter has been super lame, mostly because there's no snow down here in the valleys, and I haven't spent a lot of time in, in, the, in the mountains. So when I saw Matt Johnson tweet out, oh, yeah, reservoirs are like 86% full right now. I'm like, holy smokes, well, maybe things aren't as miserable as I thought they were. No, they're actually really, really good. So remember, last year we had this record year. We filled up our reservoirs, the small ones, and during the summer, we actually kept our conservations up from the previous drought years. So we ended up conserving a whole lot of the water we, we got from last year's big winter. So the reservoirs are in fantastic shape. And what that's going to allow us to do is to get the runoff from this year and manage that in a better way to maybe get a little bit more out to to the Great Salt Lake, to get things to replenish areas that are kind of the end of the line because we were so concerned about having enough last year. But snowpack's above 100%, reservoirs are at 80%, soil moisture's super good which means the runoff we're going to get this year is going to be fantastic. Remember just not too long ago, a couple of summers ago, we were getting warnings from, you know, reservoir and the marina operators to come get your boats out because, yep. 
you know, the water was, the water levels were shrinking, the lakes or the reservoirs were shrinking and you had to get your boat out. I remember going up to, um, oh my goodness, why am I forgetting about it? It's up, it's past Parley's Canyon. Hello. Jordan now. No. Jordan now. Keep going. Rockport. I got it. I got it. Rockport. And I got there and I, I was like, where's the water? Boats were getting into trouble because they were, you know, docked there and the water was just going away. So I'm so glad to hear this. This will be great for summer recreation too. Um, and then Dave, Dave, Davey Downer pointed out this weekend that we're going to get some big wins. Uh, and he said they're going to be big wins. What do you know about that, Kev? So the winds we're getting right now are south winds and it's very breezy out there today. They're going to get a little stronger each day. So breezy today, windy tomorrow. The winds really continue into Saturday as we await a cold front. And these are the kind of winds that put 70, 80, 90 mile an hour gusts up on top of our mountains. It puts gusts of 30 to 40 miles an hour in the valley. So it blows stuff around. I mean, Dave calls this leaf removal for his yard because it blows (laughs) it all over to his neighbor's yard. But the truth is, is it's going to be a windy couple at end of the week and the weekend as we await our next storm. Rain starts on Saturday, quickly flips over to snow, and then snow continues into Sunday morning. I think you just outed me on my leaf elimination program. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you. I've I've talked to people who live by you, yeah. and they know you pray for wind because that's the only time you actually move leaves. Yep. You also pray for rain. It's the only time you wash your car. Is this? <laughs> is this? Is this? Speaking of which, I got to wash my car. Um, <laughs> Wait for the rain. Dad. I know. I totally do. Um, I need to wash my car. Um, is it, is it how's the week how's next week's commute look then I have to worry about anything on Monday because they I had a I had a day on Tuesday thanks Kev no, getting in no work. listen well listen it actually the storm clears out pretty nicely on Sunday so we're looking good. at good shape for the Monday morning commute and hey by then it's March and everyone can be happy again right Dave's right twenty eight days in February is just to get it over with absolutely <laughs> hey the first thing we've agreed on today that's great oh stop. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Eubank, you're the best KSL meteorologist. Yeah. Um, so don't forget as well, not only can you get into the final moments of our podcast contest, uh, which you have a chance to win a pair of AirPod Pros uh, by going to our podcast, loving us, subscribing to us, and listening to our podcast where Dave gets um, gives away a keyword. But you can also count on us to be right back here Tomorrow morning, yes, uh, we've been now eight weeks, eight weeks that we've been on Fridays. The bosses said, we, we're going to move the movie show from 11 to 1, which is awesome. Steve and Andy uh, take you through your lunch hour. And then my, we're on every Friday from 9 to 11. And I have been working on this story all week. Actually, it's not been all week, but we haven't been able to get it on the air yet. Which one? The one that we're going to talk about tomorrow. Um, because after they finally, the lawmaker lawmakers finally approved the funding, uh, this week for the MLB stadium, I wanted to know, okay, what happened in other States with their, their big stadiums and no kidding, Dave, uh, my search, uh, and my research took me right back where I grew up to the Valley of the sun to Phoenix, when the Arizona Cardinals uh, moved from St. Louis and brought the team out west to Phoenix in 1987. Okay, I was there for that announcement uh, when that happened. I, I uh, you know, and it was super, super exciting when it happened. But do you know, it was 20 years 
of financial issues, of stadium issues, four different cities passed the project back and forth, fighting each other to get it. Then the FAA got involved because at one point, one of the sites was so um, so close to the flight path that, believe it or not, uh, of Sky Harbor International Airport there in Phoenix, that, believe it or not, the highest point of the stadium that was proposed was going to be like 170 feet away from planes as they were flying 170 in and 170 feet? feet away. And so they came up with this other proposal to put the stadium into the ground, like dig it almost underground. It's wild what happened there. Put it in a bowl. They're going to put it in a bowl. I mean, it's just wild. There's so many layers to this story. It gets even crazier of what happened to Cardinal Stadium and how long it took to eventually get an NFL stadium built where they played the Super Bowl at. I think it was last year. It, it can be a nightmare trying it was to build a nightmare. stadiums in general, not just. And this isn't a unique story. It seems like every stadium has drama behind it. Uh, that's a tease for tomorrow's David Dujanovic show. So make sure you join us at 9 a.m. sharp. Um, happy to be with you on our Fridays. Maria, up next.